This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. We're giving you the gaming news as we do every single week, whether it's solo or duo or, or what have you, whatever configuration. Uh, we do gaming news. Uh, if you haven't uh, checked us out before, uh, every single week, every single Sunday, live Sunday morning, because because um, uh, it's fun. <laughs> we want to keep you up to date as much as possible on, on video games. There's just a lot of news that can come in and fall underneath the cracks. We want to give it to you in a really easily digestible um, you know, format. Uh, we're in podcast form, in video form, we're on YouTube, we're everywhere you want to be, uh, at least we try to be. And uh, we try to give you the why and like the reasoning behind uh, different actions. Because if you look at um, some of the news that comes out, you won't really see what's really happening or what could be happening uh, underneath the surface. Uh, let's start out like we do every single every single week uh, with backwards compatible uh, games, which uh, we're starting out with Burnout Revenge. It's actually the only uh, backwards compatible game uh, tweeted out by Major Nelson. Uh, we start with these every single week because Xbox is giving, uh, putting out backwards compatible games, uh, Xbox 360 uh, games, some Xbox original games that you can play on your Xbox One. Um, so we like to highlight the, these here. Uh, Burnout Revenge is a pretty good racing game um, in comparison to other racing games. Still not, I think Burnout Paradise is probably still uh, remaining king in regards to Burnout games. But a fun game nonetheless, a great addition for backwards compatibility. I, I really like the, that they add more of these backwards compatible games because not only do you get to keep playing a game, you don't have to you know, plug in an old console. Um, it's also nice from like a um, from a historic standpoint. You know, it's not that long ago. Burnout Paradise was uh, 2011, I want to say. I'll have to double check. Um, Burnout Revenge, sorry. Um, but I, I like it because it's a, it's a way to leap back and play these games, get a little nostalgic for, you know, something that may have been, uh, you know, a very impactful game for you, or maybe it's just a game you never got to play. Now you can, can play it, even if you didn't have an Xbox 360 at the time. Um, next up, we have some news about, uh, about Steam Link, and it is right here. Uh, Steam Link, if you're not familiar with it, Steam Link is a, uh, or uh, Steam Link is the idea of being able to play a PC game on another device. Uh, the, uh, what it does is it actually streams your, your video to your TV, or in this case, a mobile device, and it will stream back your controller inputs back to your PC. Um, the way this works is uh, your PC has to be on, your PC's actually playing, the, the game is actually being run on your PC, and you're just inputting the uh, controls somewhere else. Um, Think of it like cloud computing, except the clouds in your other room uh, uses your Wi-Fi connection. So, uh, doing this on a, on a mobile device is pretty cool. There's a lot of Bluetooth controllers that you could uh, could use um, to your to your phone. In I don't know, maybe it's just me. I don't think there's a lot of games that lend themselves to doing this without that type of controller. Uh, I would say the the best way to do that would still be to do it on a TV. Um, uh, in another room is still a better way to do it. 
I don't think that a lot of people are going to play this on mobile. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are games that people want to play with their uh, mobile phone, but I can't really foresee that many games transcending it uh, where you want to play a game remotely on your on your smartphone um, that are Steam games. I mean, these the mobile mobile um, devices don't lend themselves to that much room. So. Uh, not just picture-wise, but if you're having your inputs on the screen, I mean, this could bring up uh, people making games for um, uh, for Steam that you can then play on mobile. But we're talking a niche within a niche here. I don't, I don't know if that's really going to be um, that popular. I think it's interesting that they're doing it though. Uh, onto something I think that will be relatively popular is that Nintendo is going to bring out an adjustable charging stand, as they call it. So this is a uh, charging stand for your Switch because the Switch, uh, the Switch's power is uh, underneath um, uh, underneath the console, so you can't really stand it up while you charge it. This will allow you to uh, to do that, and it's actually a better kickstand than the one that comes with the Switch. Uh, it's more stable kickstand. Uh, we can talk about the design issues within the Switch to say why did they put the power um, uh, on the on the uh, you know underneath the console. Um, I don't know the full details on that. I know there's other places uh, that that go into the hardware, uh, you know, uh, Spawnwave and some others that will go into the hardware and uh, talk about um, not Spawnwave. I can't remember the name of the, the YouTube channel, but they'll go into the hardware as to why they're they're placed on the board in the way that they are. Um, I don't, I don't know why they put the power on the bottom unless they thought that not very many people will want to charge it while they're playing it. Um, I've rarely found a time when I needed to charge it while I was playing the, the console. Um, if anything, I would like a dock like this that's open-faced, like this one is, that you can dock and it will then um, go onto your TV because my, my Switch is actually warped slightly from the heat of my switch being in the in the dock, I play probably about half of the time I have the the switch docked when I'm playing, which means that uh, the heat uh, there's not enough ventilation and the heat has warped my console just slightly. Um, it's hardly noticeable, but I think that a more open design would lend itself. But then I guess you have dumb people asking why can't I see it when it's docked when it's supposed to be on this TV. Anyways. That's probably why they didn't do it. Probably why they have that thing closed off is just to make, just to remind people when it's plugged in, it will not. Uh, when it's plugged into that dock, that it won't have um, uh, the the visuals will be on your TV and not on your Switch. This is not a dock. This is a charging stand. Uh, just wanted to point that out because um, at first I thought, oh, maybe that maybe that'll be a kind of an option for me. But it's it's not. It's probably not something that I'm going to use. I think there's a lot of people who will use it though. Um, people who use their Switch uh, um, more than three hours a day. I could totally see that. I don't use my Switch longer than that unless I'm playing with it docked. So to me, I don't. It's not a buy for me. But there's definitely people out there who who could use this. Uh, and it'll work well for them. Um, up next in, in news, uh, well, actually, no, I'm going to skip slightly ahead uh, because I think that uh, this will segue uh, nicely. Um, a uh, Twitter user, a Reddit user, um, Wario64, uh, screenshotted Walmart's store, and Walmart's store accidentally put up a ton 
of titles, a ton of titles that should be uh, coming out or possibly will be coming out uh, for, um, or I say, should say, uh, have been announced, uh, for, or have not been announced yet, but could be announced at E3. Some of these titles we kind of knew about already, uh, some we didn't. Uh, so reading off the list, and I, I will say there's a typo here, uh, Just Cause 4, uh, New Splinter Cell, Dragon Quest 2 for PS4 and Xbox One, Lego DC Villains, Borderlands 3, Rage 2, Gears of War 5, uh, Forza Horizons 5, which I thought that they were only on 3, so maybe I'm probably wrong, uh, and then uh, Assassin's Creed, so new Assassin's Creed as well. Um, the screenshot here um, was, oh, sorry, the, the store very quickly had all, had all of this taken down. So we're not sure if, if Walmart was putting these up um, in anticipation to have it ready to put live onto the site, uh, or if um, similar to how uh, journalists actually do this with obituaries for people they think may die, they'll, they'll create a, a, um, a, a link, they'll create, not a link, sorry, they'll create a, uh, a I can't talk today, um, they'll basically do like a write-up for an obituary or they'll create an article uh, and they won't link it and then if the person dies they'll be able to put up a link really quick and all of a sudden they have this this very easily timed article. So Walmart could have been doing that for speculative games uh, like like I said uh, Borderlands 2, uh, sorry Borderlands 3 uh, is something that Pitchford has been talking about for a long time. Uh, Rage 2 is something that, uh, that Bethesda has been talking about, uh, well I should say hinting at uh, through their Twitter and some others, and as soon as this broke, kind of confirmed to a lot of people, okay, this uh, this may be uh, actually happening. Uh, Rage is actually a game I did not uh, I did not get to play. I should have played. Um, I mean, we're we're talking basically, uh, you know, take Borderlands and mix it with Doom and Quake, and that's that's what Rage is. I don't know why I didn't play this game. Um, apparently, well, I should I should say. Uh, the, one of the reasons was that I heard the story wasn't that great, but the visuals in this game uh, are, are amazing. They're, they're over the top. They're, uh, the game is relatively difficult if you, uh, you know, in challenging. A lot of the shooting is, uh, basically all of your levels are relatively um, corridor-esque or they, you know, they may have some weaving and stuff. But the driving that you see there, there's not a lot of combat in the single player, but there is in the multiplayer. Uh, if this is coming out, if Rage 2 is coming out, I'll be, I'll be excited because Rage is a game that I didn't get to play. So if Rage 2 is indeed going to, uh, to come out, uh, I'm excited about that. And it's not unlike Bethesda uh, to, to uh, announce a game and then have it come out a few months later. Uh, Bethesda is one of the few companies that can do that, and I could definitely foresee them saying, them saying at uh, E3, by the way, uh, Rage 2 is a thing, it'll be out in September. I could totally see them doing that. Um, and again, that would beat the Red Dead Redemption crowd because everybody's gonna try to release in September to get ahead of Red Dead Redemption. Rockstar is one of those, uh, one of those, um, sorry, Rockstar is uh, one of those developers that so many people play their games. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 4 is the highest selling game of all time for a reason. Sorry, Grand Theft Auto 5 uh, is, is the highest selling game for a reason. Um, it's, it's, it's dense, it's amazing, and yeah, I, I totally see Red Dead Redemption 
not doing as well, but taking up a lot of people's times. Um, other news uh, in regards to Switch games, which they've announced some new games coming to Switch slash ports. Uh, one of those being Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, the insane trilogy, uh, and it's going to be coming out on, P on PC, Switch, and Xbox One. Um, and it's actually going to be coming out June 29th. Um... I have this on PS4. I like it. I don't know if I'm going to rebuy it for my Switch because I don't know. I mean, it, 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 I should say it probably will lend itself well to, to Switch. The short gameplay, I think, lends itself very well to handheld. Uh, we're now in a, in a world where we can have these games on our, uh, on our handheld devices and they are not, not that dumbed down. Um, so I could see this being, the, being pretty good. Also, because of the over-the-top caricature cartoony graphics, not only do I think it won't be too hard for the Switch to do, yes, I know it's a remaster of, an old, old, of three old games, that doesn't matter. I'm just talking about processing power for this here. Um, but also the, the screen real estate, it's going to allow you to, uh, to see your, what you're going after, see what your, your targets are. Sorry, it's hilarious, a little bit dance. Um, I think it's going to lend itself well because the uh, the screen's not too busy. There's not too much going on in uh, on the on the screen that will distract uh, you uh, from uh, being able to, you know, have the Bandicoot do things. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm. I'm probably won't rebuy it, but I could, if you don't have this on PS4, I could totally see picking this up on the Switch. Uh, just remember, this is a pretty challenging game, and some people may uh, be turned off by that. Uh, speaking of throwback challenging games, though, uh, Bloodstained, uh, Curse of the Moon, is uh, coming out to PC, sorry, uh, PS4, Xbox, Steam, and Switch. Uh, so this is Castlevania-inspired platforming. Uh, very happy this is coming out because I, I love the old-school Castlevania uh, feel. Um, this is, you know, it's, yes, it's nostalgia, but it's, it's challenging, but in a, I would say Castlevania was challenging, but in a legit way, similarly to, to Dark Souls, similarly to, I would say Mega Man, though some people don't think Mega Man's that challenging. I think that Castlevania and, and those games of that type are challenging, um, because of their design and they're not just purposely, uh, hard to beat just to be hard to beat. Um, which is what Dark Souls gets crap about. And Dark Souls isn't hard to beat just to be hard to beat. It's difficult because it wants to challenge you. It wants you to do to do better. It wants you to get good. Uh, speaking of that, we did the uh, Dark Souls uh, uh, server test this weekend. Uh, Kevin and I did. And uh, I, I thought that the game overall, the remaster looks great, except uh, the... I, I feel like the the gamma or something is kind of screwed up on it because uh, to when you're doing the screen settings when it says you know make sure you can barely see this and you can see this uh, I'm in a dark room and I have to turn up uh, the 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 gamma to I think it was like two one or two less than the max in order to barely see the, the other item and then when I started the game everything seemed kind of really washed out it wasn't as dark as it should have been for Dark Souls. Um, it, it didn't look as dingy um, uh, and, and uh, I don't know, mysterious because there weren't, I didn't feel like the shadows were that deep because of the way that I did it. Maybe I should uh, should try it just on default and see if it still works. Probably still will. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I will say that the, um, because of the stress test, um, everyone's doing multiplayer 
all at the same time. You start you started right when uh, multiplayer uh, opens up in the game, and uh, everyone is trying to do multiplayer, which is really nice if you want to be summoned. If you want to summon someone, it was a little challenging because everyone was summoning people so quickly. Uh, and being invaded uh, happened a lot. So I'll say there's a lot more multiplayer than I'm used to in Dark Souls. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. I uh, beat the Gargoyles twice. Um, once in solo, once, uh, sorry, not once in solo, once in my uh, camp, uh, camp, and then once uh, in, the, uh, in the others. I didn't get to see what happened afterwards if it, if it opened up uh, my uh, levels and let me play further on uh, after the gargoyles, uh, but, um, no, sorry, I barely beat them. Sorry, I lied. I barely, I, I almost beat them. I didn't quite beat them uh, in my solo. And in multiplayer, when they had summoned me, I be I helped to to uh, take down one, and uh, and then was brought back to my world. So I don't know if it opened up further than that. It doesn't matter. Um, the game, the test was really about multiplayer, uh, multi about the network test and the server test. I think it did pretty well from my understanding. I think some people were complaining online saying they couldn't summon anyone, and that's only because everyone was trying to summon people all at the same time. Uh, and their summon sign was still on the ground, even though the person was already in another game. So, uh, boohoo! Don't complain about that. Um, it's not really worth it. Um, up next in our in our news, uh, we'll talk about uh, sorry uh, about Bridge Crew. So, Star Trek Bridge Crew VR game, uh, which came out uh, I want to say a year and a half ago. Um, had some pretty good reviews. Uh, I will say that I think that Artemis is a better game. Unfortunately, the, the, the visuals are just so much better than this than, than Artemis, but Artemis is basically like playing uh, a Star Trek bridge with multiple people, uh, but the visuals in this are so much better. Uh, so the the news here, though, is that DLC is coming out to bring up to uh, next gen, so you can play in, in the Enterprise D, um, or pretty sure that that's the Enterprise D um, uh, yeah, uh, ship. Happy about that. I like the uniforms. The next gen and Deep Space Nine was was kind of my era of watching Star Trek. So really happy about that. I will totally uh, check that out. Uh, I only played a little bit of Star Trek Bridge Crew, so this is going to get me to fire up my PlayStation VR, which I haven't played in months. Um, there's not a lot to play on there, and I also feel like when I do uh, play on it, I am... I'm isolating myself from everything around me, which I know that's part of what VR is about. But if you have other people um, that you live with, like a spouse uh, or someone like that, um, or a parent, uh, sibling, um, I feel like you're shutting that person out when you do that. So I'd say time it when they're not around or when they're busy, so that way they don't feel like you're you know, isolating yourself and not paying attention to them. That's just my two cents on that. Um, so we talked about the Walmart thing already. The last thing uh, in the news, uh, which I I skipped because I didn't want to rant. I want I knew I'd rant a little bit about this, so I skipped it to save it to the last last bit here. So if you um, if you're still following me, uh, we're gonna talk about Nintendo talking about uh, their. Oh, sorry, I just had it in front of me. Uh, Nintendo uh, announced more details about their paid online subscription service and. There are bits in here that people either are misunderstanding or they're missing the details that are lacking. 
sometimes when you're not told specific details, there's you're not being told specific details for a reason. Uh, I'll get to that in just a second. So the release window will be September of this year. That's a year after they said the online uh, service would start. Honestly, there's not a lot uh, on Switch uh, that um, that I play multiplayer. I know you can play Mario Kart multiplayer, um, uh, Splatoon. And so when September, when this starts, anything you want to play multiplayer will require this subscription service. So right now, multiplayer on Splatoon and Mario Kart are, are free, but that's going to be part of this um, uh, paid umbrella. Now, the pricing in this for one month is, is uh, $3.99. Uh, three months is uh, $7.99 and 12 months is $19.99. It's $20. If this is something that, you, that interests you at all, I would say um, do the 12 month because it is $20. But that's $20 as opposed to, what is it, $50, $60 uh, for um, PlayStation. I'm probably even wrong on that. I think it's more than that. Um, I think it's, well, way more than that. Uh, no, something. Anyways. $20 to not worry about it. $20 to say, okay, I'm part of the subscription, and then when I want to play it, I don't have to hassle, to me is worth it. Maybe it's just because I'm lazy, but if I want to play a multiplayer game, I don't want to have to worry about, did I renew my subscription? Did I put in a card? For $20, it's not that big of a deal. For a month is $4. Maybe you want to try it out for a month. If you like it, get the year. Uh, it's going to help you not have to worry about it. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead again. Uh, because I want to save the, the rant for later. Cloud saves. Cloud saves should have been a thing since the beginning. This should not be part of the paid umbrella. I think this is crap that they're putting this under the paid umbrella, but again, the subscription isn't that much. So, again, do yourself a favor. Get the cloud saves. That way, if your uh, switch breaks uh, or if you uh, or whatever happens to it, um, then you can, you know, get your backups because uh, otherwise there's really no reason, no way to do it right now. Uh, the current free service will go away in September. I think I talked about that already. Uh, so if you're playing Mario Kart or anything like that right now, um, that is going to uh, to go away. Um, so the online app, the Switch online app on your smartphone will require the paid subscription. This is the online app that's, that allows Switch owners to do voice chat, invite friends to play, and, and all of that. Um, again, I think it's dumb that this is separate from the Switch, uh, but it's going to require um, it's going to require your it's going to require you to have the app on your phone to do the voice chat. So then you'll have to be wired into your phone and the Switch. Stupid. Uh, we've been we've talked about that before. This is something we knew, but um, anyways, the other bit. This is the part that's confusing people. Classic games. Classic, sorry, a compilation of classic games will be added monthly to play. They have stated also the uh, Nintendo uh, Virtual Console will not be on the Switch. Uh, they are no longer, they're not gonna be doing Virtual Console on the Switch. Uh, the service will launch with 20 games, uh, new games added regularly and the, the Honestly, the titles right off the bat, these are NES titles. They said Super Nintendo games will are, are still under construction. Complete stupid 
bullshit on that. There's no reason why this should have been delayed this long. Uh, I would understand if the Nintendo 64 and GameCube are still being worked on. NES and SNES, there's no reason you can't have this on there now. Um, the Super Nintendo Classic proves that, and hackers have hacked the Switch and are playing Super Nintendo games on it too. So there's no reason for that. Um, the, the list does include Donkey Kong, Mario, Super Mario, because there's Mario and Super Mario, so the original. Um, Dr. Mario, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario 3. So there's already some great games to play there. Um, but the confusing part here that people are not connecting all the dots on um, and I'm not saying this is, like, you know, that, that they're doing this on purpose, but um, what it look, what it appears to be, because they're 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 backtracking on some of the things they're saying, they're not clarifying some things. Um, it looks like their subscription service will almost be like a Netflix uh, for um, for classic games, because playing the paying the subscription fee allows you access to these. Uh, and then they'll add more regularly. Um, I would say just like just like uh, with what from what they said previously, they said that they would be changing out games. They said that previously. So I think that, in my opinion, what I think is going to happen is you're gonna it's gonna launch. You're gonna have games that are on there. They're gonna have games that they remove regularly as well. You don't own any of these games. If your subscription lapses. You don't get to play any of these games. If um, they haven't announced that yet, but that's how it is on PlayStation. So I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to be on here. There's a lot of PlayStation games that if you do not have the service anymore, you no longer have can play the game. The game does not belong to you. It's great right now. It is fantastic right now. But as soon as those servers shut down, they you, you no longer have access to it. Uh, similarly with this, they can say, oh, uh, Mario 3. Um, we're going to put that in the back. We're going to put something else out now. We're going to put Mario 2 or Zelda 2 or something. And people won't be able to play Mario 3. That is a possibility. I'm not saying that's exactly what's going to happen, but that's a possibility. The other thing here is that we're not seeing any note notes at all on can I purchase these games for myself, to for me, to, to keep on my Switch as opposed to just have a subscription model. Uh, let's say you decide, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to pay the twenty dollars uh, a year, which honestly isn't very much. But let's say you say, hey, I want, I don't want to pay twenty dollars a year. Uh, I just want these couple games. Can I just give you cash for those? There's no system right now that will allow for that. The details that they've given have hinted at either, either you're, they're going to go away. Or they'll allow you to purchase it uh, when it's available. That's what they previously said. Now they're they're giving interviews that is not clarifying their previous statements at all, and it's leaving out these details. So a lot of people I've seen on the internet not not uh, following this are saying, well. Um, uh, no, they're they're just going to have these out, but they're not going to call it virtual console. But that's not what they said before, and they're not restating anything now. If you tell me something a year ago, and then you give me new details now, but they don't, new details that don't contradict what you said before, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run with what you said before until I hear otherwise. Nintendo's not telling us otherwise. Nintendo is not telling us, hey, that thing we told you before, we're not gonna do that, we're gonna do something else. If they're not telling me that, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on the side of we're still gonna run with the business model they already 
put forward. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy. I'm not saying that, that they're doing anything janky. I'm just saying that the, again, Nintendo is not giving us all the, all the details. So all in, all in total, I'm basically saying Nintendo gave us details uh, last year saying that uh, the games would be rotating during your subscription. So every month you would have different games that rotate in and out, and you could choose to purchase those before the end of the month. Now they're saying classic games will be on there and the virtual console won't. They're not saying that that rotation won't happen. They're not saying that they will or will not give us the option to purchase the game outside of the subscription. So again, lacking details, uh, which I have, which this is why we do this show, uh, there are pieces of details floating around and they're not all together. So I'm hoping this is not true. Or I'm hoping, sorry, I'm hoping that the subscription gives you access to purchase the game and it's virtual console by another name, right? Uh, so let's say there's 20 games that are available. You can purchase the one that you want and go about your, your life and you're happy. Um, what I'm hoping, what I'm concerned about though, is they've not restated that portion. So I'm concerned that it will just be a subs uh, Netflix style subscription uh, for your video games on your Switch for classic games. And if it's that, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed and uh, I would not condone hacking, uh, but there are emulators who that can do all of this on your Switch right now. Um, it's an exploit that I won't go into details, like I said, I won't go into details here, but there's an exploit now that you can hack your Switch to throw some emulators on it and play games, play some emulated games. So if you want to play Super Mario 3, if you want to play, I think they're up to N64, but I know NES and SNES are definite. So if you want to play Chrono Trigger, uh, you can do it. If you want to play Super Star Wars, you can do it. They're games that may or may not show up on the, on the sorry, not Virtual Console, I almost said Virtual Console. Games that may or may not show up on their subscription service uh, you could be playing on your Switch if you hacked it. So anyways, I didn't mean to rant too much about that, but it just bothers me. We're not getting all of the details. We're getting details, but if you're like us, then you remember the details you said before. Um, and it just puts a bad taste in my mouth, kind of like when Xbox said uh, you have to be plugged into the internet to use the Xbox One, and then they rolled that back and said, oh, okay, we're not going to do that. That put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths in regards to your in regards to uh, conveyance of of ideas. Um, that being said, twenty dollars. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's twenty dollars for a year. Twenty dollars for a year. Hulu's what eight, eleven? If you don't want um, uh, if you don't want uh, commercials, I think Netflix HD 4K I think is fourteen dollars. A month, so twenty dollars a year—that's nothing to be able to jump in and play some of these games. Hopefully, I'll be able to keep them. If if you give me the price tag every month and say, "Do you want this game?" I'm gonna throw money at you. So hopefully, hopefully that's what this is. Hopefully, this is Virtual Console put behind a subscription paywall. Anyways, I'll stop my rant there. Uh, let me know in the comments what you think about Nintendo's um, uh, subscription model. If you think that. Uh, it is indeed Virtual Console by another name under a subscription model. Or if you think that something uh, more shady is going on, um, personally, I hope these games are open to the public. Maybe it's a discount if you have the subscription. I think that's what we said about a year ago. Uh, I would hope for that so anyone can buy the games, but if you want, if you have a subscription, you get a discount or you get to play them first. So 
that's my thoughts on it. Let us know in the comments what your thoughts are on Nintendo's Virtual Console. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank <laughs> you.